0: A wrestling talk from the four corners, of parts unknown. This is that wrestling podcast. Welcome to that wrestling podcast. I am the pod general, Jason Marchuk. With me, the newly minted Mister Las Vegas, Kevin Cox, and the uh, the other guys are here too. Uh, just just kidding. Brian and Joe are here too. And this week's show is going to be a little different than the norm. Of course, Kevin and I are just back from the Vegas vacation. So normally we would just talk about show A, show B, show C through. So this is going to be our trip interweaving with what happened in the world of professional wrestling. But first,
1: what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing wearing today?
0: It's the weekly check-in on what, we are wearing, it's called, What Are You Wearing? And we will start with Kevin.
1: I, uh, uh, you mentioned we went to Vegas. <laughs> I picked this bad boy up uh, at, at one of the stops. We'll get into in a little bit because there's a lot of apparel that was purchased between the yeah. both of us. <laughs> I, I love tank tops. I've never owned the retro WWE that's WW w- or WWF? That's right, Kevin. See, damn you, Vince McMahon! You're already in my head <laughs> B- every time. Uh, the old. You
2: should have listened uh, to Mario Lopez. Then he's the one who said <laughs> WWF.
1: Uh. Uh, no, it is a, a classic logo. World Wrestling Federation. Uh, I went to buy the same thing in a T-shirt, and he's like, "Oh no, we ran out of those in large, but I think we have a tank top." And I'm like, "Sold. Take my, I, you're like, I, take my I money." you my look money at right it. now." Did yeah.
0: not even look at it. He's like, "Tank top, sold."
3: <laughs> right done uh brian we'll go to you next well i was in reno nevada down the road from no just kidding <laughs> for for summer fest um no this week i saw on twitter um it was the 1 year anniversary of brody lee winning the tnt championship over cody and that was a very cool because that was really his coming out party there was no crowds and it's kind of, it was kind of a look back of like, oh, man, what you know, could have been for him? So I got my, my Brody Lee Exalted in Heaven shirt in honor of that anniversary.
0: Thanks. And since we were in Vegas for SummerSlam, it made sense to uh, wear the SummerSlam hoodie. It's the Sin City SummerSlam hoodie, which sounds more like a porno than a wrestling pay-per-view. So that would make the most sense on what to wear. But when do I ever do what's expected. So I have something (laughs) new that just came in from my friends at funkyourself.net. Oh, it is a new website. It's a video game. It's called the feud over insert coin wrestling t-shirt. Now these guys, I found them online and they have got a lot of fun wrestling shirts. It's not about the people. It's about the, uh, the, the sport, the entertainment. Uh, Go check them out at go or no, it, it is just funkyourself.net. Uh, go check them out. A lot of fun wrestling shirts. Uh, we'll wrap it up with Joe. What do you got?
2: Is, is this because the good folks at Homage just didn't bait, like catch your bait with the uh, sponsorship? Is that why you're moving on to a new one?
0: No, believe me, <laughs> I spent enough on Homage this weekend. Okay. Hope, again, more more later. Uh, I'm, no, going,
2: I, I, I'm going with, uh, the reason why I became a wrestling fan, my first, like superstar wrestler that I was just a huge fan of. I'm just going with the old school Macho Man Randy Savage uh, WWE Legends shirt. This came out after his Hall of Fame one mm-hmm. where it's just the sunglasses and it just says Macho Man Randy Savage WWE Legend. So I'm going ah, with the, one, the legend nice. that got me into wrestling to begin with.
0: Very cool. And don't forget, you can pick up your That Wrestling Podcast shirt at whatamaneuver.net. Just search that wrestling podcast and also follow the show on social media at that wrestle pod and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search that wrestling podcast. So I got to Las Vegas on Thursday night and, uh, we're going to start when Kevin got there, uh, Friday afternoon, but we're going to start with Kevin. You had some travel issues. What did, whatever did you do to pass the time during your flight delays? Four letters.
1: B E E R, got that to what the time? airport. What time? Uh, my flight. What time my flight leave? My flight left at like eleven. Got there, what around nine o'clock? I think my flight left a little bit after eleven, and I got there and like immediately. Your flight has been delayed an hour, and I'm like, damn, I want to get, I want to get to Vegas already, right? So then it's like it pushed back to like twelve thirty or something, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I just walk around the terminal and I see. Uh, uh, Sun King brewery out of Indianapolis. I'm like, hmm, okay, this looks pretty good. Maybe I'll, maybe <laughs> I'll stop one there, get another text uh, or email alert. Your flight has been delayed another hour and 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, let's see what the other terminal has. And it was Braxton brewing delicious beers. And I was like, yep. I'm going to, I'm going to make a little, little bar crawl in the Indianapolis airport. So I got like soft pretzels, uh, a cream ale. And then I got a, a really good uh, IPA from Braxton uh, brewing, but then I hit up the airplane and, and it was awesome. All like, all I could do was think like, Ooh, I want to look out the airplane window, see the strip. Ooh, uh, I, you know, the, all the uh, cliche uh, uh, first timers to, to Las Vegas type things.
0: So, as reported a few weeks ago, I spent some time in a local medical facility. Well, the things that put me in that medical facility returned. So, I was in rough shape all weekend. Um, I don't know, Kevin. I think I powered through pretty good, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with with what I was dealing with. I mean, I could barely walk, uh, shivers, cold, you know, 105-degree temperature, but uh, the first thing we did, I met Kevin over at the MGM Grand and we went to the SummerSlam Superstore. Now, I've been to a couple of these at WrestleManias over the years. And for me, this one felt bigger. But in past years, they had a lot of like superstar merchandise. Like your low, lower level talent still had shirts for sale. This one, it was more about SummerSlam and the people involved with SummerSlam. And uh, of course, the social team. I sent him a picture. The homage display. I don't know if you guys saw this at that Russell pot. There was probably what, maybe twelve shirts on yeah. that rack, and uh, uh, I I I only bought one. Surprisingly, um, maybe it has something to do with not getting that deal. Who knows? Uh, Kevin, what do you think of the store? I I've,
1: I've, I've never been to a superstore like like to that uh, level. I've never been to like a, a store outside of a, a pay-per-view, you know, where it's just the booth with, you know, the stuff to buy at the show. So, you know, I'm wearing my backpack cause I went right from the airport, met you right at MGM grand, uh, or MGM conference center. And I'm like in line and the guy's like, sir, you can't bring your backpack in. And it was I'm the big like, boss man. I'm thinking, cause I am man. i am thinking because i did not even, I did not pack carry on, did not pack a suitcase. I was the most efficient backpack packer Uh, quite, quite, quite honestly, uh, (laughs) uh, it was loaded. So I'm like, damn, what the heck do I do? I'm like looking behind, Oh, can I stash my backpack behind this little counter? Uh, but then right down the hall, the, uh, lady was checking people in for, you know, if you, if you came and spent like the whole weekend package type shindig and they were like handing out their gift backpacks with stuff in it. And I was like, can you watch my backpack if I hide it under this chair for like 20 (laughs) minutes or a half hour? And it was perfect because I was walking towards there and another really nerdy guy, he asked first and she was like, yeah, no problem. So I was like, okay. Lo and behold, I put my whole, every single article of clothing that I wasn't wearing (laughs) in the hands of this lady. I have no idea who the hell she was, but yeah, then we waited in line, walked in huge. I mean, probably a good, I'm going to guess 30,000, 40,000 square feet, maybe it was, it was massive, but it was, it was nicely spread out. So it wasn't just like uh, display after display. Like you could walk through them. Cause there's, there's a crud ton of people in there. Jay mentioned the homage display. So many of the WWE slams that I didn't oh. even know existed like a Shawn Michaels diesel. Never saw the Eddie Ray Mysterio before. What are, what are slams? It's uh, like NBA
0: jam. Remember mm-hmm. how like they'd have the two players like in the profile of the team when you'd play NBA Jam? Oh, the shirt. Okay, the, the shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah so I, so. I wore I NBA wore the ed- I wore
2: the Edging Christian one yes. a couple weeks okay. back.
0: got it. So yeah, instead of NBA Jam, it's WWE Slam, and it's the right. two with like their stats underneath. Got and, it. Uh, got- and Kevin, the the Ray and Eddie one, man, it was purple. It was so I was
1: sweet, so so close. on buying it, and then I was like, I saw an email the night before. I was like. Homage.com, buy them like spend 75, get 25 off. And I'm like, okay, I'm already buying a few things. I'm like, I, I can hold off. I can hold off. Uh, but there's so many things like belts for the kids, blankets, uh keychains, uh, souvenir cups, which I'm really pissed that I did not buy one. We'll get into that later. Uh, but I uh, uh came a, came home with okay. several pieces of apparel from there. It was just it was a great time.
0: So who wants to play the Price is Right game on how much Kevin and I spent Ooh,
3: All
2: that's right. fun. That's fun. <laughs> So
1: this is combined? No, no, well, no. What? Individual. Okay. Individual. Right. Well, I'll okay. ask a question that's really easy. Can you guys? It, it, there, there's there's oh. no <laughs> way you <can> guys will. <laughs> I know who. it's a for okay. What? 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 Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Who spent more
3: money? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they probably knew that was coming. Jason. Jason. Okay. I was going to go Kevin just because he's a little more novelty on everything.
1: I uh, uh, Well, don't say eight.
2: how much.
1: They have to, yeah. I did yeah. spend more. Ah, okay. Yes. I did
0: spend more. Now, how much did I spend?
1: Closest okay. to not
0: going over wins the prize.
2: Oh, yes. Since I got it correct, yep. Brian, you have to bid first. Got it, yep. You can bid a dollar after I say my number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: say three
2: fifty
3: nine ninety
2: nine. Joe? i of a belt. Really? Okay, I'm going to say... uh. 400
0: the correct answer was 215 dollars.
2: we both okay yeah, okay no All right. Uh,
0: now kevin what um what do you guys think kevin spent um who got it
3: right
2: neither one of closer. us we both overbid oh. all yeah. right we so both I lost prices right but... prices right rules we overbid but brian so would have been a little us. bit closer
1: yes okay so, so that Joe, means little, i have to go first so you so don't have to go first then
2: uh i'm gonna say kevin bid uh, bid i'm gonna say kevin, <laughs> what did he bid this isn't the uh the blender joe
3: yes <laughs> all right
2: uh i'm gonna say kevin spent 150 dollars ryan right. i'll say jay you did what two
3: 215 was mm-hmm. yours i'll say 173
1: with tax with tax yep I'm going to be within like a dollar or two. It was like $103. Ah. <laughs> that broke over bit again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're We're fucking loser. We're
3: inflating your spending,
2: guys. Sorry. Okay, uh, so I- guess how much I spent on merchandise uh, this weekend. You didn't go. You're not in the. Nothing, because I didn't order anything. So if you would have bet zero, you both would have been right. You brought you bought new khakis for school. That's what you <laughs> I actually did. I actually and did go back to school shopping. And a Trapper keeper,
0: but uh, like for you know, Kevin and I both pretty much just bought SummerSlam stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we both got uh, the hoodie I had on earlier. Yeah. I bought the I was there shirt. I bought the sleeveless hoodie. Um. Yeah, I just went with the basic SummerSlam stuff. The one shirt I wanted to get, I'm glad I didn't buy it because the match didn't happen. It was this Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks match (laughs) t-shirt. They didn't have it. So I'm like, oh, all right. And then the next day, I'm like, oh, (laughs) glad I didn't buy that. So uh, the Superstore was fun, Uh, obviously, because of Mm. COVID. I feel like that's why there was less items. Uh, We did see Xavier Woods. He ran in and grabbed like a rack of merch. I'm not sure why or how that even happens, but literally walked in, all the sheep crowded towards him, chanting "New Day rocks." And me and Kevin like fucking losers. We're like, losers. And we're then, like oh, uh, look he... at this tank top. And <laughs> does he have security or, or no? Like, were, were people, just people just him? with
3: them or no?
0: No, he wasn't the meet and greet. Um, the huh. meet and greets were cool though. They did them on the side of the store. They had a giant Vegas sign, but it said WWE SummerSlam. It looked very cool, and because of social distancing you know, each person stood on the side of the sign uh, and um, it would, it would have been cool to do. And, and the only one for me that would have been worth it uh, was, was Charlotte. It was early Friday morning. And I think the Miz was on uh Friday night, but for 150 bucks and you don't get your own personal item signed, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it for me.
1: Maybe we'll play, maybe we'll play one <sighs> more game. Uh, Joe bid, how much Joe would have paid, to meet charlotte flair <laughs> negative a million <laughs> zero
2: no nah, i wouldn't have paid to meet her there's, there's very few people i would pay to meet so negative joe but yeah. we'll get into
0: that later friday night uh we went to
3: the nerd bar on fremont street Re- real quick before you get oh, into it yeah so it now you're there it's friday it give me the scene is it is it marks everywhere are you clearly like okay that people have arrived for the weekend like what's what's the the vibe
1: and the attitude like i guess so So it was pretty cool when i was on the, when i was on the airplane there there were people wearing wrestling gear right so okay like, that's what i was wondering yeah you, you instantly saw a guy i was sitting next to he's like oh what are you here for and i was like oh i'm here for SummerSlam." he's like oh that's awesome he's like i'm going to the pacquiao fight like it was just it was it was very Same cool. Night, yeah. like Okay. It, was, it was pretty cool. And then in the airport, coming and leaving, like wrestling stuff all it's over. Clear. So, so Indy indie area yeah. must have a really good wrestling fan population that's flying out of the indie airport. Well, did you tell that guy
0: about that wrestling podcast that comes out every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud?
1: I, I did tell him about the podcast.
0: And actually, I got an email this week. We are also now streaming in Australia. Hey, That's it, um, Good day, mate. I, I got an email from Simon McInnes and he, um, he used to listen to my old podcast and then he didn't, he knew I was doing this one, but he never could figure out how to listen to it. Cause down in Australia, I guess like things like Spotify and Apple aren't the easiest things to get. So he sent me a message and, uh, He said, you know, it's finally been added to the podcast service I subscribe to. And now I have 20 episodes to catch up on, which is kind of funny. Simon's a cool dude. Uh, Apparently now we're on something called CastBox. And uh, yeah, man. So he is he listened to the SummerSlam Rumble Mania Fest preview and he really (laughs) liked what we were doing. So, Simon, what's up, bro? Uh, thanks for the messages. Thanks for the follows on social media. Grab yourself a
3: koala and and listen to all the episodes, man. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, What's the Osh- F- Foster's beer, right? Foster's Yeah, Gabby, I forgot to go from- for some Foster's. Let's Yeah, let's yeah but I'm,
2: I'm guessing Simon thinks of Foster's the way we think of Budweiser. He's right, probably. probably. Like, don't tell me that. Yeah. Yes.
4: Let Insert us know, good name here. yes. Let
0: us know, Simon. Let us know, Simon. So Friday night on our way to GCW, we stopped at this place called the Nerd Bar. It's on Fremont Street, and uh, it was cool. And I I tried getting in there before. <laughs> what an oxymoron. <laughs> Never was able to get it in was there. It was cool.
1: It was very cool, Kevin. Right? Oh, weird. Very yeah, cool. it was. It was pretty awesome.
0: The interesting thing was, we get up to the bar to get beers, <laughs> and I'm like, "So, what do you have? What kind? Of, what, what beers do you have?" And it was blah 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 blah. And then Brooklyn or uh, Brooklyn Security Ale. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Defender. Oh, uh, Brooklyn Defender. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, what's Brooklyn Defender? She goes, "Uh, it's this guy." Steve Austin's beer. I guess he used to be a wrestler. (laughs) I'm like, wait. And I was like, I I was like, we'll take two of those. And sure enough, it was a broken skull IPA, but it was called Brooklyn defender. And I said, why is it called Brooklyn defender? And Kevin, her answer was.
1: I don't, I don't get paid to be a nerd. I put that on my resume. I was very (laughs) honest. Wow. What
4: a
0: shoot.
1: I was like, damn. Yeah.
0: So uh, we, 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 we just, Grab a spot And uh, they were There was a, It's got a bowling alley in it And then they got these huge TVs in front of the bowling lanes And uh, It was like old episodes of like Smackdown They were like flipping through and stuff on the network Well it was getting close to uh, 7 o'clock local time In Las Vegas And they were loading up the TNT app And we saw the debut of CM Punk. We could barely hear it. But for seeing it, and then they went to those fucking Arby's commercials. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Oh, this is happening? Yeah. Yeah, Come yeah. on. I'm like, Brian must be losing his mind. Uh, so we will start with you, Brian. What did you think about Friday
3: Rampage CM Punk, the debut? Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. So I think my biggest takeaway was... Did you see how happy he was? I mean, he was clearly emotional. The fans were off the charts. He's smiling. He's hugging people in the front row. The stage dive in the aisle way was awesome. great. And you, you feel for him for that. It's like, wow. Okay. You just want to be happy. It seems like you're in the right place to be happy. Um, his, his promo had a lot of passion The only thing I kind of eye rolled at, and I think other people have mentioned this online about the whole, on whatever the date in August of 2005, I left professional wrestling and now I'm back in professional wrestling. Yes, WWE says they're sports entertainment, but if it wasn't for that sports entertainment, you wouldn't be in that position of where you are right that moment. Mm -hmm. Nobody would be in the crowd for you. So, you know, it's... It's like, all right, you know, you're still a little bitter after seven years. You know, really? Okay, I get it. Um, whatever. But that was my biggest takeaway, though, was, you know what? He seems happy. He seems excited. Good for him. Looking forward to seeing what happens next.
0: One of my takeaways was that somehow Frank the Clown scored Noel Foley and CM Punk. Did you see how long that hug was? Yeah, that was, Frank the Clown. was a hug. I'm like, wow, he hung of the sedge. Yeah, oh, my God. He must be like hung like a goddamn elephant. But uh, Joe, what would you think of the punk debut? Uh,
2: lived up to ex- expectations. The hype was huge with it. It was huge. And I was like, there's no way it's going to be as big as the hype. And it was. The crowd made it. There was no other place for him to debut. Brian, you nailed it. He looked happy. Yeah. And Brian, I also have to agree with you, too. That comment wasn't needed. You should of just kept it all positive like I do every single week on that wrestling
0: podcast. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> man, the, the just, big, just like you, Joe. The biggest ta-
2: as long as we're not talking about that show on Mondays. Right. The biggest takeaway from the entire thing was I was getting text messages from friends of mine who I haven't talked to in a while who only watch that show on Mondays. They don't watch anything else. And like, I'm probably done with wrestling. And I basically told them that's like, you know, I there's other shows you can watch. Just don't like stop watching professional wrestling because of that show on Monday. And was one of I those
0: was- shows, that wrestling podcast on Wednesdays on our YouTube channel?
2: Yes, it was. Of course it was. But uh, my point is I was getting these messages. It was the first time they watched anything AEW because they heard about the possibility of CM Punk coming. And now they're all saying, I can't believe this guy is an AEW. I can't believe this guy is an AEW. And then I told them about the rumored other people who are supposed to be coming. And they went, Vince is an idiot. I'm watching AEW now. So I'm like, that's not the point. The point is watch, just watch one thing, expand and maybe that show on Mondays will improve where you can enjoy everything.
0: And uh, Kevin, have you actually watched it since you've been home?
1: I have. Uh, I've watched it multiple times actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, just being there, you know, drinking that Brooklyn defense. I, I mean, broken <laughs> skull. Uh, IPA. Uh, and, Jay, I know leading up to, you know, the announcement of him being there, you were like, I wish it wasn't a spoiler. We knew he was coming. I wish it was a surprise. You know, I wish this, that. We both put up our hands with 50 other huge nerds. Uh, not a woman in sight, Joe. Uh, just the bartender. Just, just the, bartender. the bartender. Uh, and she seemed awesome. like such a good person, too. She seemed really sweet to you guys. But, like. Uh, people playing bowling up to the point of there, no one playing bowling anymore. People talking up to the point he came, you could hear a pin drop. It was, uh, the, the audio is kind of weird. So you have to like really pay attention to it, but I loved it. I won't get into the points where you guys, uh, got with a lot of his, uh, 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 promo that he gave, right? Loved it. We knew he was going to come out to call to personality. Sounded so good, you know, with the, the, uh, Chicago, uh, uh stars, the flag his m like his logo. It looks, it looks so good. Uh, <laughs> calling out Darby Allen m- nerd of Like it was just, it was, it was, uh, it w- it was awesome. It made me so excited to watch AEW this week. Uh, if you haven't watched yet, definitely watch it. Uh, there's, there's just an in-ring, uh, interview. It's so good. He didn't say much, anything more than he did on Friday, but my wife even watched it and, and she's been on a big reading kick. She hasn't watched wrestling in a while. And she's like, yeah, this is good. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I told you, um, it's exciting. It's a, it's very, very exciting because everything is great. You know, I
0: think that it is good.
1: I know what I said leading up to it.
0: And I still believe if it was a spoiler, it would have been a million times better. But uh, it was very cool to see it. It's um, interesting how everyone in the world went and bought the CM Punk shirt, not me. Crash the uh, site. Yeah. I, I have no intention of buying it. I have some cool ones from back in the day that I got to dig those out. But uh, yeah, it's exciting that he's back. So, once what about
1: we- one more thing? What about oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. ice cream bars?
0: and and he did that he put the bill for that and His i don't money. know if you guys yep. they did uh him and tony khan did a media scrum after i don't know if you guys saw that online uh the best part was for me is that hack david Vixen's band couldn't figure out where the mute button was <laughs> they had to go to him three different times before he finally hear that figured it out, look at that know? up yeah so it's on youtube uh aew it was just punk and con for an hour just talking about how it all came together and you know, apparently the conversations had happened for a couple of years now, and you know, I think that if the pandemic didn't happen, it may not have happened. But uh, very cool stuff. And um, one last thing from the nerd bar—well, uh, two things. We ran into a dude who happened to be from Pittsburgh. Uh, so shout out to the Wrestling Crypt on ieg on uh, Instagram, not Crip as in like gang member. Crypt, Wrestling Crypt. He sells wrestling collectibles and stuff like that. And I've already reached out about a few items that I am looking for that I can't find on my own. Hopefully, being a Pittsburgh guy myself, he'll uh, knock a few bucks off. And then uh, the last thing. We're getting ready to leave and there's this announcement. Tonight at 11 o'clock, Conan will be recording his podcast here.
1: (laughs) I look at Jay and I'm like... Uh. Card yeah. subject
3: to change. No more GCW. <laughs> we're gonna uh, stay for the pod. Ke- Kevin
2: was just like, oh, delay. <laughs> so
0: uh, we then walked down the street and we went to GCW. Now, uh, like I said, I wasn't feeling well. And this venue was small. It was packed. Like we were literally standing against the wall uh, and just profusely sweating because you had to have a mask on. Like they were enforcing it. Like unless you had a beer and Brian or uh and, and Kevin bought us Coronas, which I don't think I don't I don't think I've ever seen Kevin drink a corona, but I think mm. it was the tallest can for the least and amount of money. X,
1: corona. Let's
3: <laughs> in Vegas? Let's do it. So um
0: <clears throat> we'll we'll start with Kevin again about GCW. Now I've been to indie shows, Kevin. I don't think you've been to a lot of them, but Mm-mm. What did you
3: think of the GCW experience? Shout out to Whip Dog, though, Kevin, right? Yeah,
1: I know. I, that's what <laughs> that's what I told Jay when we were walking there. he's like, oh, have you ever been to an indie show? And I, I was like, I did go, I think it was in uh uh Fowlerville or Mason or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. It was like in a, a bingo hall, but yeah, whip dog. Oi, oi. Uh <laughs> this this one, uh what we were leaning against a wall, probably less than 15 feet from the ring. There's three yeah. rows of pullout chairs. It's, it's, you know, almost shoulder to shoulder in that place. Uh, everyone was wearing masks, which was actually very surprising. Uh, it, at least when, you know, you know, we're looking around and nobody uh,
0: tried to kill us with pizza cutters, Brian walking in. yeah. Man.
1: Um, that's a yeah, good crowd. It, it was, <laughs> it was hot it was very, very hot, let alone in Vegas. It was, I think that first day it was like 105 degrees or something. Uh, but it was, it was very, very hot. Right. When you walk in, uh, Ricky Morton's walking around. So, you know, it was going to be a good night, but yeah, they started off with that six pack challenge, uh, including who was, it was in that. Uh, we got juicy a, right off a, the jump, not a uh, scramble. Uh, scramble. six pack challenge, um, scramble, scramble. Yeah. Who looked great. Uh, five guys, uh, a couple J knows, but it was, it was, it was very, very fast pace uh, right from the start. And, and it was very, very hot.
0: (laughs) And then uh, the, uh, the, the champion Mark Cardona came out this motherfucker. I get what he's doing and I don't care that (laughs) I'm swearing. Shut the fuck up. I get what he's doing, but it is such fucking trash. Coming out, uh, dressed like when Vince McMahon was the ECW champ with the black sweats. I loved it. That shit there. And the thing was, the, the, the fans weren't into it. They weren't into being told you fucking suck, you're, you flip the middle <laughs> finger. They didn't care about that match until Sam got in the ring. Sam was, is not a plant. He's not a fan. He's a trained wrestler but he looked like just a normal dude. He was probably 400 pounds and mm-hmm. nobody cared. Kevin, you can attest to this. Nobody cared until Sam started getting offensive.
1: I probably say I was probably one of the only ones who did care. So nobody cared yeah. until
0: Sam started getting his offense. Yeah.
1: I, I would in. say, yeah. So, you know, he says, uh, uh, owner right brett of GC- gcw he's like playing on his phone and he's like i'm gonna challenge you no not you i'm gonna challenge sam right next to you and yeah jay's telling right off the bat he's four 450 maybe like 5 10 so he's he, he has a big old gut you know tucked in shirt and not inside his pants so he kind of just looks big like oh you're gonna feel bad for him uh cardona's just gonna whoop him but then that was probably some of the best selling I've seen him do. Sam got some really good offense off, including diving through the ropes. Yep, when when Matt was outside and it looked good. Tope uh, suicida for for a huge guy. I didn't really like it. A lot of guys, a lot of people at the beginning were, were chaining mass transit. I didn't really like that. <laughs> uh, I didn't <laughs> catch that one. I didn't, yeah, I must have went to the funny. bathroom for that one because I didn't uh, catch it. But but it was. It was It was very cool. It was very cool. And then he got in, got out. We went outside for a little bit. And Jay's like, there goes Cardona. And I was like, missed opportunity meet my broski.
0: But the, uh, yeah, he just, I get it. I know what he's doing. And I guess it's working because the trolling on me, I'm just like, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, fuck you. And then uh, Ricky Morton was there. And then we also saw, um, uh, 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 Jimmy, oh my God, I'm I'm blanking. Uh, Dark Sheik, who's a a SoCal wrestler, and Jimmy, uh, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy somebody. Jimmy Lloyd, yes. Yeah. So they had a match, and it basically turned into them stapling dollar bills on each other. (laughs) They were going around the crowd, and the crowd was giving them dollar bills. Wow. To staple on their head. They stapled on Sheik's ass. I think they went for Jimmy's taint, like... It was face fucking hilarious. Me. Yeah, it was, it was. And then they staped. They, you know, in GCW they use doors because they're cheaper than chairs or uh, than tables. So they got a table. They got a uh, door in the ring, and Jimmy's face is down on it, and they were stapling his hair to the door. And then that's how she, you know, got the win. But it was a fun one. And at that point, it was getting so ridiculously hot um i was just at the point where i had to go outside i knew a couple people out there so you know i I was talking them for a minute trying to cool off and it just wasn't working and then i was like kev we got to go and i almost due to the pain that sent me to the medical facility a few weeks ago i almost passed out due to pain and exhaustion and everything so uh we didn't make it to the main event uh luckily kevin was cool about you know not it's getting to see that stuff. So thank you for that, Kevin. I do appreciate yeah. that. Because, you know, if I would have passed out, you would have had to pick me up and carry me out. And that would have been a quite a haul for you. So um, that was Friday in Las Vegas. You and still that, got it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch SmackDown, but uh, Brian sent us the big story, which was uh, Seth Rollins getting the brood bath. Because cool, in 2021, cool. you can't say bloodbath bath on uh, Fox. How did it look? I still haven't watched it. Was it a cool segment?
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So Edge had cut a promo earlier in the night and talked about um, like how angry he was and that it was like making his blood black and like going to this dark place. And so then wow. when Seth came out, um, you know, he's out. He's wearing the, the bright white suit, so Always of cool. course it plays right into nice. it. And then when Edge popped on the screen. After the the brood music played, which you know immediately I was like Gangrel, but no (laughs) Gangrel was to be to be found. So the blood that came down, and maybe they they didn't have the black or the red light going on, like probably back in the the day. But it was like a black blood, you know, because because Edge referenced that, so it was like a a little like a, a darker shade to maybe not quite look like blood per se. Uh, right. But yeah. The, the, the brute it's so fun to see everybody online. People were like the brood music is one of the most underrated theme music. that <laughs> no, always people not. are like, I was like, no, no, it's properly rated. It kicks ass. It's like, yes. everybody loves the brood
2: music. Yeah. So yeah, there's no I, one I who was just them. like, oh, the brood music sucks. No one
3: has ever, no, said, no, no, has ever said that. It's so good. It's a, it, I, I want would. like- Gangrel, Edge and,
2: and Christian suck with that entrance of the fire right. coming through the stage. No one ever said that. Right. <laughs> and,
3: and for a group that probably was together for maybe a year, that Not even mu- like
2: probably like three months.
3: Right, right, and like to have that music be such a you know a, a, such a fan favorite for having such a short period of time speaks to how good that music really is.
0: Um, yeah, so that was that was SmackDown, and then uh, Saturday, <clears throat> you know, the day of SummerSlam started for us early. Uh, we went to the Palace Station Casino. We went to this place called the Border and had a big fucking breakfast mm-hmm. that was i mean <laughs> it was so like they don't do buffets in vegas anymore oh, for obvious sure. reasons
4: yeah so we went
0: and it was like ah oh, such a good
1: breakfast such a good breakfast but that's very amazed by the way of that i have to finish every single he licks, of anything on my he plate.
0: basically licks the plate when he's done
1: that's
3: his finisher every time that's finisher, every the
0: meal lick. it's it, it, it's, oh, my. it's get that last piece of bread and wipe everything up and then he says at home, he will lick the plate, you know, yeah. in front of his wife. in front no of us. All Nothing. right. Well, uh, thanks for the warning for All Out next week.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the reason we went to Palace Station, uh, Brian and I are <laughs> big fans of Peter Rosenberg. You know, I'm on the pre Show. I know from Hot 97. And also he does a podcast called Cheap Heat. Uh, when they go to the big events, they do these things called Cheap Heat and Greets. And this one was uh, my first one. Kevin doesn't really know much about Rosenberg outside of his WWE stuff, Mm -hmm. but it was also a pop-up store for uh, wrestling for sale on Instagram. This guy, Ted, has the coolest, greatest collection of merchandise, which then turned into a business, which has then turned into this huge fashion trend amongst wrestling fans. And not even like everybody loves vintage wrestling stuff. And I almost, we were this close. To convincing Kevin to spend an obscene amount of money on a T-shirt, yeah, and he didn't do it. Tell him what shirt that was, Kevin.
1: I've I've always wanted the tie-dye dude love shirt. Always, uh, I've always wanted. It. Guess how much? Guess how much? Like you want to take? Yeah, like, you there's take no a way I would have bought it. Let's but play guess it again, how much right? yeah. was. He was close. I
0: I was like, "Come on, man, this is your chance. It's right there. It's the one you told me you wanted. It's right there."
1: Well, go, the devil on my shoulder is right here. Right, and then yeah. uh, my wife was right here saying, "Are you a fucking moron?" <laughs> we do have it. a mortgage, and I can You
2: said you said an obscene amount. I'm gonna say five hundred dollars. Oh my, Brian. Okay, yeah, I won't go that high. I'll go uh, like two seventy
3: five.
0: Well, oh, you're a loser, Brian,
3: because
2: Joe was one hundred percent correct. Five hundred dollars shirt. Isn't oh that God. God. Brian? There what, was you a- said what? obscene amount, and I like. Well, wow. no, no, At that's first not I was well. Thinking,
4: Obscene at first, I was us.
2: thinking three, but when I five hundred is ridiculous. Okay, obscene for us because <laughs> yeah. there
0: were shirts in the thousands.
1: Yeah,
2: that people were just like,
1: <sighs> yeah. there's a guy over his shoulder. It was like five of these vintage style shirts, and I'm just like, you've never touched a boob in your life, so, so you they just but, came home with five sweet shirts. Well, like,
3: well we're, are we talking though, like the off, like the yeah. like yeah. dude love wore the shirt. No, no, no. Like no, it was no. from original. that era. Oh it was God, original. From I can't imagine era. then. That's insane. But it's just okay. it's the vintage pieces. I mean, right. I spent right.
0: So I did buy I did buy one vintage piece. And I the only reason I bought it is because I had the shirt and I'd been looking for the hat. Uh, back in WCW oh. days, they had uh, they were deal, doing some stuff with NASCAR and they had their WCW car, and they also had it, they had NWO racing. Uh, Kyle Petty was the driver of the forty nine. I have an, uh, I have an, uh, I have a vintage NWO racing shirt. I have a bootleg NWO racing shirt, and I bought the official NWO racing hat that was brand new, never worn, and I paid sixty bucks for it because I can, I'll never find it anywhere else. Um, and then uh, we bought some other stuff, which uh, I don't know if we want to talk about. Well, I mean, I I posted mine already.
1: So Kevin, if you don't want did to you, tell yours, I'll I did. Tell it. I, I, okay, okay. Do you guys know what Jay got?
0: I bought the all over Jeff Jarrett shirt, double J. I it's in the. Uh, okay. I uh, no, you know. Text message. What? You sent a text uh, of it. No, I I posted it on Instagram, but I did not post it on. Or no, I did post it on Twitter. with the, the, I think Brian replied with, "They're all great guys." Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I did post it on Twitter. It's It's the like classic, like Razor Ramon (laughs) shirt where it's like an all over print, but it's bright white and red. It's double J from his world wrestling Federation times. Like with the cowboy hat and the big light up J it's awesome. I was going to wear it tonight, (laughs) but I was like, nah, I'm good. We'll get to that later. And you know, sometime down the road, but, uh, it was a cool event for that. And then of course there was a live podcast. And, uh, Peter Rosenberg and, and his guy, Stat Guy Greg, who I'm not normally a fan of, but surprisingly, he was all right. And Brian, the nickname is
3: 100% on this dude.
0: He is huge. The
3: physically large. Yeah. From that picture, I thought the same thing. Yeah. He is much bigger the than I thought. Physically large. Was. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, we went to that and it was just talking about wrestling. You know, if you listen to Cheap mm-hmm. Pete that came out uh, yesterday, or no, actually, so this is coming off Friday. Uh what Tuesday, they did a special one. Uh Dipperstein was did not get to go because he got COVID, which he was bummed. And Dipperstein is Rosenberg's real life agent. Uh so they talked to him and then they aired the audio from uh Saturday morning, which uh the my they were talking about who are great guys and people were just throwing out <laughs> random names. And did and then I said uh Mark Henry. Yeah. No, well, someone did said Mark Henry, but I said R-Truth, not Oh, yeah, he did say that. And and I think R-Truth seems like a cool guy, but I didn't really, you know, Roosevelt was like, yeah, he's a great guy, even though he broke into my hotel room and stole my championship, which was funny. So he got a kick out of that. I did catch that. uh, And then they did pictures and stuff afterwards and then that was kind of the end of that. Um, And then Saturday afternoon, we just kind of, I think we walked through a casino and then, uh, we got ready to go to, to SummerSlam, which you know was cool. Or no, Kevin, I think you started earning your Mister Las Vegas status Saturday afternoon, right? You went out for a walk, didn't you?
1: I did, I did. I uh, <clears throat> I think you were going to take a rest. And yeah, because uh, uh, because Michelle what got she went to some spa. She right? got her hair. <laughs> she got her hair. She had her hair. And you're like, would it be? Would he, he's like, Jay was like, would it be weird if I took a nap? I'm like, nope. I'm going to go just walk. I I just wanted, you know, take it in because Friday went so fast. I was like, I'm just gonna go walk. And uh, before I left, a coworker of mine, uh, who, list, who 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 by the way, I have told multiple times to listen to the podcast. If we have multiple Fort Wayne's, that is why. Uh, he was like, <laughs> Stop at CVS, stop at Walgreens. If you if you don't go into a casino and get a drink or you know, gamble oh. a little oh, bit. Oh, that's like, why
0: you went there. Okay, he's you like, didn't
1: tell me that. Like, oh, yeah. Cause he's like, he's like, you can always buy roadies. So oh. I was like, yep, that sounds great. So I, <laughs> I, got, I went to, went the, uh, to one of them, got like 24 ounce uh, uh, local beer from California. I never heard of, and I just walked around. People watched, you know, of course, take, took, took some photos. Uh, and basically just drank on the streets of uh, uh, Vegas for like an hour and a half. It was, it was, it was awesome.
0: So we, uh, Get back, everyone's showers, get ready to go. We go to get a taxi to the stadium, and the guy's like, No, I'm not taking you to the stadium. (laughs) I was like, "Um, Why? Is that normal? And then the next guy told us, Why? Because unless you have a parking pass, you cannot drive to the stadium. You have to get dropped off at the Mandalay Bay on this side of the 12 lane highway and walk across this bridge. That they have to shut down all the streets to walk to the stadium. Well, it was 105 degrees yeah. on concrete in, in the middle of August. Probably half a mile walk. Probably, yeah, somewhere around mm. there. It was just like, what the fuck is this? And then, I mean, so I'm guessing every time there's a concert or a Raiders game or whatever, no Ubers, no taxis, no parking, unless you have a parking pass. And apparently some of the stories that we were told, they were – gonna build a tram and then they were gonna build a, a like a designated walkway and the city said no that can't happen and then covid and, uh it, it was like yikes i'm like this is how we're fucking started really yeah. so uh my wife was pissed because she had gotten her hair done and it was windy <laughs> she, she was not not happy
1: and all i'm doing is grinning because i'm like walking <laughs> You know, I've been drinking some beers all day. Yeah, I was like, let's go. But yeah, yeah, there's a couple of golf carts that drove by and they stared. All they were oh, doing Oh, those them fucking- at the people. Mm. And Jay's like, fuck you, fuckers.
0: Because <laughs> somebody actually weighed. Like, I'm like, go wave. fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> and then they had like water to heels. give out.
1: But like in little cups, you know, with the big, huge dispensers. But at the end, cups. not like partially oh. the way through. It was, it was hot. It was very hot. And then
0: we'll fast forward to the end of the night when 50,000 motherfuckers were walking out at the same <laughs> time. Oh, fuck. So that's the one part of the night. No wonder I thought I had fucking COVID this weekend. Anyway,
1: I, oh, I did, but I between Between uh, both walks, there was something in between. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. This
0: yeah, thing guys. called SummerSlam. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. So uh, the seats were really cool, five rows off the floor. And when we got there, Kevin literally said, fuck those other two for not wanting to come." I was like, whoa, Kevin,
3: why would <laughs> wow. you say that? There? I was like, they're all wow. Like, why My would you do that? Tell us how you really feel. You got it on video. Yeah. Like Michelle does.
0: Um, so then, so <laughs> it was just so out of character for Kevin. Like, that's what I say. I'm like, fuck those guys. Right. And then, um, so we were in the uh, Twitch club area, the seating area, which private, um, uh bars, food, uh, merch, all that stuff. Uh the seats, of course, when I want to talk about the seats, he fucking leaves. Um Kevin, I would say those seats were perfect seats.
1: Yeah, they they were they were awesome because we were like uh you know we were wondering where we were gonna be and I've never sat on floor for an event ever but for this situation I'm glad I didn't because it's a couple rows off the floor. So it was like perfect elevation to see everything in in the ring where I didn't find myself looking at the big screen the whole night.
0: You weren't looking up and you weren't looking down. We were just literally
1: looking straight ahead. It was was awesome. And
0: then, of course, uh, you know, throughout the night, the point of sale system shut down, some toilets overflowed. And I don't think I've been in a venue that's totally cashless. Allegiant Stadium is a cashless venue. So what happens when your shit goes down? All the prepared food was handed out for free. My wife went up to get a water or something, and she comes down with, like, two things of chicken strips and fries, a couple (laughs) couple cookies,
4: a couple
3: waters. I'm like, what is this?
4: I was texting
3: you guys. I was like, I'm seeing reports online that the system's down. What's going on? My
0: wife was texting me from the concourse. But there, the internet wasn't yeah. like there was no internet, oh,
3: yeah, obviously,
0: because so, right. uh, so that was a, a shit show in itself. And then apparently there was pyro issues, you know, yeah. for, for for the show yep. and you know that type of stuff. But
3: uh, poor Goldberg needed the Gilbert sparklers. For they didn't even have that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, was just, it was just all s- like fire extinguishers and smoke going off instead of a uh, pyro. Yeah, and, and like fl- flippy lights and stuff. But it was, yeah,
0: it it was like I said, our our my experience was just awesome. I mean, like I said I felt like shit, and the whole walk thing was annoying. But like SummerSlam was just awesome from top to bottom for me. Uh, Kevin, you were there. What did you what you think? You know, yeah,
1: I I still want to re-watch it you know, on, on Peacock just to see, you know, every time I go to an event, I like to watch it again to see like, Ooh, why was this match so good? AKA edge and Seth Rollins. (laughs) That's what I really want to watch. But like, like I, I know with, uh, uh, we can say, you know, maybe what match, uh, you thought was the best, but I think we're all going to agree on that. It just seemed like the event went very fast and it was over four hours Yeah, it's crazy because we also started drinking a few beers at the beginning and uh, uh, of the event, and just kind of being there was was kind of an experience as well. Very very cool stadium on the outside. I thought it looked very, and let alone you know, not a football field, just didn't have much glitz to like the club level. Like it looked. What's the Raiders? I mean, it's very like the Death Star is what they call it. So yeah, Um, so there is a roof.
0: Did we yeah, figure that just, out? Yeah. yeah, it was just okay. like a not a clear roof, but you could obviously see the clouds in the sun. was like,
1: like a canopy. Okay,
0: yeah, that looks yeah, very thin, but it's a good way to describe it. Um, Brian, what did you what did you think of the show? We'll get into individual matches here in a bit. But what did you think of the show? How did it look on TV? That type of stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, it looked great on TV. I enjoyed it. Full transparency, I was. Uh, Alone, single dad with my two girls. So a lot of the early matches, I was very much in and out. And then by the time I was able to really get into it, the beers were kicking in. So I've, I've done some rewatching myself. Um, but I mean, the, the moments of Becky returning, and Brock returning and edge and Seth. Like, I mean, I was, you know, totally on board with, so I, I felt, um, the, the things that I hoped would deliver with the main matches, I felt that I had gotten what I needed out of it.
0: Uh, Joe, I'd ask you the same thing, but your Twitter speaks louder than you. And it looks like the show sucked for you. Everything, you put, almost everything you put on Twitter, was three bad.
2: matches. It was only during, <laughs> it was after Becky's re- return all the way up to edge versus uh seth rollins those three matches like was just such a downfall of the show just for those three the before that it was running smooth after that amazing just those three matches really like i was angry for the fact that it was getting worse because i was enjoying it so much prior to that
0: well i mean we can get into some of the matches of course the biggest event of the night Eva Marie and Alexa Bliss. Five stars in every country. It was awesome. Leading to dewdrop, leaving Eva.
2: You're
4: losing so much credibility right way. now. You awesome. Know that.
0: awesome. And it's funny. What did I say, Kevin? I was going to do as soon as we started the show about the matches. What I just did. What He, do- he doesn't want to
1: talk. No, no. You're, you're going to... Uh, uh... Uh, make them larger than uh, <laughs> actually were. He meant to say five stars out of the entire universe, by the way, out of, uh, <laughs> a 100 nice. billion. the WWE universe. No, yes.
0: I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun no. match, it's- fun story, but of course, what I'm talking about is Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Now, um, Sasha Banks was not there, which <clears throat> means I was smart for not buying that t-shirt. I wanted to buy 24 hours prior
1: immediately Uh, says uh, glad I didn't spend that 30
3: bucks (laughs) although i wonder if you would have like would that have been like a rare weird collectible down the road like the match that didn't happen like i've got the random shirt from that like maybe there's some novelty in that you know what i mean
2: 93
3: like like remember when like rasheed wallace got traded to the hawks and he wore he played like one game for them and then he got traded to the pistons and there's like if you got like a Rashid Wallace Hawks jersey, you know, like maybe there's something there, Jay. Maybe you missed out, I think.
0: Well, I'm looking at WWE Shop right now on the SummerSlam page, and the only matches, shirt matches, that match shirts that are there are rain, Stina Goldberg, Lashley. And I will pull up Sasha's name and see if it's there, but if not, Maybe I did miss out on. Yeah, say uh, th- that seems to support
3: my thinking, though. of, Like this rare. Oh, this didn't happen after all. So, I'm going to so go into the
1: future. I'm going into the future. August 2041. That shirt will be $500 <laughs> on the I, rack. Like from Wrestling for Sale with Ted it's, or
3: whatever his name is. It's
1: it's not on. Uh,
3: it's not on Sasha's page. Oh, all right, something the monitor. Fuck something the monitor. Fuck. All right. Anyway, anyway fo- focus
0: on the match. Yep.
3: So, uh, of course,
0: Sasha can't be there. Replacement's name. It's Carmella. Becky's music comes out. Full disclosure, I was looking at my phone for an email. I missed the entire match. All yeah. I know is I yeah. hear.
2: <laughs> so did Brian and I. Yeah, so did <laughs> I. i was
1: like, oh. the only one who watched it.
2: Yep. <laughs> I, I went to go get a refill of the beer and my <laughs> wife went my wife, you just, I just hear i I hear the crack, and my wife went, It's over. I'm like, Shut up. No, it's not. Yeah. And <laughs> I came out there. And so I sent Brian a text message, and he went, I had to get my daughter a blanket. She was cold. So I missed, <laughs> yeah, I missed it. I totally missed it. Uh,
0: well, the yeah. problem is
2: people are losing Good their dad.
1: Shit. I didn't like it.
0: People are losing their shit. Why bury Bianca Belair? Well, the reports are Becky's going to become a super heel. And if Becky is a super heel, gets the rookie over even more, that's the point of this whole thing. You know, Becky's back. And it'll lead to a three or four month program. And then we'll go from there. Joe, what'd you think of the match that none of us saw except for Kevin? <laughs> yeah, Kevin's the only one who
2: watched it. Um, well, it wasn't a match. So I'm not going to discuss that but during the pre-show the kickoff show i don't think anyone noticed this booker t pretty much gave it away during his comments he said bianca is being too friendly and when you're the champ you can't trust anyone even if they come out and try to be your friend
4: That that resonated
2: with me because what did becky do she shook she tried to shake her hand and that's what happened so booker t pretty much like you know foreshadowed this moment so when it happened i wasn't as angry because of what booker t said i'm like maybe he was trying to plant the seeds and we just didn't pick up on it yet kind of like a sixth sense ending where it's like yeah the color red is everywhere so yeah that's what i looked at it as Brian, you have a thought I I did not think we'd be elaborating Booker
3: T's pre-show comments on that. Um,
1: the it's match catchy, is clucky clucky quack quack. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's usually my
3: biggest takeaways from from good old Book. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. You, I missed the match. I went, wow, really. But seeing those reports that you mentioned, Jay, about the the heel turn, when I rewatched it the other day and saw the, hey, put her there, punch, I went, aha, okay. No one can be like, yay, Becky, that was great. So, uh, what is it the best idea to make her that? I'm not sure, but that was a good first step if that, in fact, is the plan. Oh, the story is that she wanted to become a heel when she returned. Now,
0: I have an idea for booking, and if What I want to say is going to happen. This could be the greatest storyline in the history of our great sport. So you have Becky, super heel champion. You have Charlotte, super heel champion on Raw. You have Sasha, super heel, badass. Bailey will return. She's been a heel. They finally get together and be a team and just fucking run roughshod over the WWE. Not with the stupid four horsewomen name because that's bullshit. They can have my name, the Minx, M N X. That's what I've been. I want the, every female faction. That's what I want it to be called. But like this would work. This would make sense. They would beat the shit out of all the the, the everybody, and then finally the the new class or the younger talent would would make their way up, and then you know go from there. But um, if I, I that's what I want to happen. But and I love the idea of Becky being a heel. Because it's going to put people like Bianca Belair over even more. New woman's order would be a good idea. I like but, that idea. Uh, yep. I don't know. So uh, the next one, Cena and Roman. I think it was a perfect match. I loved
3: every great main about event. Great, great main, main event. event. Yeah.
0: Perfect
4: you
3: know, main event style, big match. Yep.
0: John Cena's, that was two taunts. We're so shitty. I just fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Um, Kevin, being there, big fight feel?
1: It, it did. It, uh, nothing against uh, Goldberg Lashley. Didn't deserve to be towards the top. Edge Rollins stole the show, but it wasn't to the level of, you know, what I would consider if you were looking at a fight poster, like the main event. Edge Roman- Rollins would be the main event at like Payback. Or or just not SummerSlam. The thing is, he could be main event on one of the nights of summer uh WrestleMania. But for this, when it was announced Cena was coming back, it kind of gave that huge main event feel in Roman for the last year since he won the title. Shoot, it's it's been Roman's world <laughs> and everyone's just living in it. But it was it was fun uh rooting Cena live uh for the very first time and rooting roman as well like i'm very you know sometimes i just love just watching the match where i'm like rooting every move don't care who wins i'm just loving it Versus no i want uh i don't know why i was just thinking i want i want bobby lashley to win i don't want goldberg to win oh i want edge to win and not seth but for this match i was just like loving every second of it the ending it went back and forth seeing all the little kids like uh, a couple rows in front of us there was like a a a guy had to be cracked out of his mind with a uh, I don't know if it's his little brother or, or son or something but biggest Roman fan and then two kids down was the biggest Cena fan so just seeing both of those kids like probably six or seven years old feeling that emotion during that fight it was just it was cool everybody everyone had everyone in that arena was in Cena's and Roman's palm of their hands because they controlled that entire venue.
2: Joe, how did it play on TV? It played exactly the way you described it. It, it had yeah. that big fight feel. Um, hearing Ro- You guys didn't get to hear Roman hilariously talk trash at the entire beginning of the match.
4: Oh, like, okay. When
2: he was whooping on Cena, he was talking so much trash to Cena. You have to go back and rewatch it because it's just—he's just going like, "Why are you even here? Why are you here? This is what I told you you were gonna do, missionary. What are you doing? Like stuff like that." He oh, was talking no trash, and it just made it like so much better. And then Cena was just taking taking it. He was getting like destroyed, but he kept coming back. And then he did the super AA off the top rope, and he knew he wasn't going to win on that one. But it was exact, and Roman was spearing after spearing after spearing, and then he finally won with the Superman punch. But it had that big match feel. Now, Kevin, you said earlier, you said, "Well, Edge and and Jason, you said this too. Edge and Rollins could be a main event at Payback, but tonight they just stole the show. They yeah. did exactly what they were supposed to do." Those. St- the match that steals a show should not be the main event. It should be right. the one that you don't expect it yeah. to. Okay, so they, were, they were they were in the in my mentality, Undertaker, uh Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25 match, where it's like it could be good and it stole that show. It stole the show, but it wasn't the main event because the main event lived up to expectations. So it didn't steal anything. We knew it would be good and they delivered.
1: And there's there's one thing when, when Cena came out. You know, Punk came out on Friday, and Cena came out with new merch, and it looked very familiar. Instantly, it made me realize one of the shirts that I wore very first weeks of the podcast, my Straight Edge Superstar. Oh, yeah. mom, yep. Instantly, I thought of it. Both yellow, let alone it's it's just, it's, it's Super it's, Mario Three feel of Super That's Mario right. Three. Yep. But but I don't know every other wrestler in the world. But you can get this on Pro Wrestling Tees and it's very cool. It's it's CM Punk just flying through the air. Uh, very similar to John Cena's merch that night, which Jay was already on WWE Shop.com immediately looking for it, wasn't on there. I think it was part of the NF. There was an NFT and non- You can buy it, you could buy, buy it for
0: you could buy it for a thousand dollars.
2: No, thank you. I'll buy But it does like have you know. the 16 belts on the back. That's it. That's it, was cool. I'm, I'm like, it was pretty that cool. I'm like, that is
0: awesome. I'm like, that yeah. is perfect. Uh, but, you know, and of course, like I said, I was feeling kind of shitty the whole night. But, you know, I wasn't complaining. And then Lesnar's music hit and I it, like, woke me up. Like, I was so pumped that yeah. Brock Lesnar was back. I have not watched that back on TV. I haven't watched anything oh, back on TV oh, yet. But
3: You're going to love it. Uh,
0: I, I was so excited to see Brock back, and then can
3: I can I tell you one funny thing from the TV, or do you just don't yeah want go, to be go ahead go ahead tell it go ahead so Cole I mean, I... Cole Cole you know has a, a complete fit
4: <laughs> and, and to,
3: so number one and I I I totally been into it but McAfee he's so over the top and he just starts shouting let's go <laughs> and then and then Cole goes holy shh and stops himself and mcafee just starts going say it say it (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) ah that's so funny but people were
1: people because i haven't watched it yet there it seemed like people were going out of their minds myself jay michelle included i mean like no one booed. Everyone was just going nuts. You saw Brock, I think, high-fiving people. I've never seen that before. Yeah, he was smiling
0: people, and high-fiving like, people on the way out. So so it would be kind of cool
1: to see face Brock.
0: Who, he hasn't been a face since like 2002 yeah. when Heyman screwed him over, which I feel like now this is going to be Heyman does what Heyman does. Brock and Roman are going to have a match. We'll say it's Survivor Series. Heyman's going to turn on Roman and Brock wins the title because this is what happens every time with Heyman. Maybe I thought that was going to happen Saturday. I thought he was going to turn on Roman, so Cena would win. But you know, that didn't happen. And as far as the other matches, you know, we don't really need to get into. It. Mm. Seth and Edge was awesome match of the night. Uh, you know, Charlotte regaining the, the, the title again, since she's the queen and the best women wrestler ever. <laughs> um, RK Bro winning the tag titles. I mean, that was a fun one.
4: Yeah,
0: uh, mm. I have some fun backstage stories. I will tell you when we're off air because I cannot say that these are. Uh, these are very, uh, some stories I just can't tell from a very trusted source. And TWP uh, we're going to.
3: After dark.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to move on to NXT TakeOver. Um, Kevin and I did not watch because on Sunday, um, we kind of just chilled. Um, I went to the casino and I won $700 and almost got jumped for it, which was fun. Oh. Then Brian or uh, Kevin and my wife snuck into the pool at the cosmopolitan the day pool how was that
1: kevin because i don't Uh, swim and
0: i don't go to pools
1: i i brought a a pair of board shorts just in case there was an opportunity you know to hit up a pool and uh what was i doing i think i i think i went off and uh, by myself that morning again uh because i think uh you slept in we just you you guys were sleeping in and, and i woke up every morning at like five o'clock wide awake. And and I was just like, you know what? Went to the bathroom and, and, and washed my face. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for a walk. Instantly went to the store, picked up a beer and then literally just walked, uh, went to Caesar's palace, gambled a little bit. Uh, Bellagio gambled a little bit. Flamingo gambled a little bit, just, just started walking around. And I'm like, I look outside and I'm like, Hey, I, uh, I knew we had a show there, Matt Franco, the, uh, American or America's got talent season seven winner, uh, magician. I know he had a, a residency in, in Vegas, like a lot of the past AGT, uh, uh, winners. So I was like looking online. I'm like, Oh, maybe he has free take or not free tickets. Not at all. Uh, but available tickets for that night. <clears throat> and, uh, Jay, Michelle and I, we were going to go out to dinner before they had their, uh, uh, plans. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see a magic show. I'm like, you know what? I'm in Vegas. I kind of want, you know, the true Vegas experience, see a show. So I got tickets to go see him, but yeah, we got back to the, uh, room. Jay's like, Hey, uh, we were going to go like, do like a bus tour, or, like some, some touristy stuff. Cause I, I definitely want to go back to Vegas and I kind of want to see more of the city. And he's like, I'm not feeling the the hottest. Uh, would you be okay if you, if you and Michelle maybe went to the pool? And I was like, uh, sounds awesome. So yeah, like the card where we stayed, you had access to like the really pimped out pools, uh, at the cosmopolitan. And it was awesome. Like you walk out, not going to lie. Uh, uh, some very attractive people. Uh, every single woman was wearing basically thong, very cheeky underwear. Uh, I got this one drink. Uh, do you guys know what a dole whip is? Oh yeah, yeah Disney, Disney Disney staple. Yep. Yeah. So I got I got a it was dole whip rum blah blah blah. I mean they the, the glass is probably like 20 ounces, at least a good solid three inches of rum. And then the dole whip on top. Uh it was just fun. It was it was a lot of fun. I got really not gonna lie, I was pretty buzzed. Uh my, I
0: think enough. my wife likes you better than, than me because I don't go to pools, I don't <laughs> swim. You know, that type of shit. But she had a good time, and, uh, you know, that was cool that you guys went. And then uh, for, for my last Sunday thing, because my wife was such a trooper with all the wrestling stuff, I bought tickets for her to something called The After Party. Uh, it is two Backstreet Boys, an NSYNC guy and a, a Boys to Men guy. And they just got together and just did a show, sang a bunch of songs, and they had guest stars every night. Coolio was there the night that we were there. Uh, it was a fun show. Go to the, at the pod general on Instagram. You can see my little two minute highlight video. I put up uh, Bobby Brown was there the night before and I was so, hoping it would be Bobby Brown and Gix. I'd love uh, my, my prerogative and every little step and all, all his, his solo stuff. But uh, so that was it. And then um, there's said neither one of us watched NXT takeover. So Brian, you can take over that wrestling.
4: podcast.
3: Ah, yeah. Well, a couple of things. I mean, first off, it was weird to have TakeOver the day after the main roster pay-per-view. Usually it's the reverse. So it kind of felt a little weird on Sunday. Like, oh, yeah, there's more wrestling <laughs> to watch. So a little weird. And the um, the interview and the rumor that had been going around in the last couple of weeks, and we talked about it on the show, about NXT going in a different direction and, and the president or CEO, whatever the title correctly of Nick Khan, uh, basically confirming that, that, yes, in a couple of weeks, that is what's going to be happening. So it felt a little weird, like maybe this is, is this going to be the last kind of takeover in this alliteration of NXT? So a little weird to begin with, um, you know, just overall. But nevertheless, uh, it really delivered. It was a, another great show. We had uh, to start off Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. For the million-dollar belt. And, uh, and the, the crowd just loves Cameron. Loves him. The story has been so good. Uh, with a little assist from Ted DiBiase, Cameron ended up getting the W. Um, and that story did conclude itself on Tuesday. Did you guys see the, the yeah. switcheroo with yeah, the it's so good. <laughs> that damn Ted DiBiase?
4: Yeah,
3: damn. <laughs> that was great. Did you great. notice
2: that in that match a couple of botches? With the referee, like oh, at one point, yes, I think yes. she counted like, to four,
3: turning the belt like back yeah. and forth between Ted. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Near it, the it, end, it I took
2: just... it took away from the match a little bit because it's like, Fair okay, yep. so L.A. night uh so Cameron Grimes gets the million dollar dream locked yes. in, and they go to the mat. She counts to three, almost four, and then he moves, and it's like, oh no, it was only two, and it's like. No, that was three. It was obviously three. And it was live. So I'm like, yeah, that's not good. And then the whole tugging the belt thing, too, wasn't good. So it was a very um, inexperienced referee for a long-term story that took away from that, my opinion.
3: Fair enough. Yep, fair enough. Um, Then we had Raquel and Dakota. I honestly didn't see this match. I was putting my girls to bed. I heard it was good. You know, but I got nothing, Joe. Anything? Yeah, it was a back. It was, it was
2: back and back and forth. Dakota Kai had a good showing. Yeah, can't wait for her and Asuka to tear up the women's tag team division. Ah, <laughs> the Oscar <laughs> T-shirt. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. But yeah. uh, she, she put, yeah. she did what she was supposed to do. She, she made it credible. They both were whooping each other, and then. One, two, three. We knew who was going to win. We all said who was going to win, but it was a, it was a decent match. I think it was the best women's match of the entire weekend.
3: Okay. All right. Well, we'll go back and check that out. Leaning into then the NXT UK championship, the rematch of Walter versus Dragunov. They oh, what a had snooze wrestled. fest. <laughs> wrestled wrestled the whole
2: time i'm kidding
3: he's <laughs> nice. joe's a jokester wow.
2: brian so gets had, this one brian we already talked brian gets to discuss this one
3: this was um the rematch of uh, a match probably like i think is eight months ago and it was probably the the best match of the no crowd era um it took hard, you guys
0: three months to fucking watch after i told you week got, after
3: got week to it. after
0: week to fucking watch you're gonna love you're gonna love it
3: all yeah, good, I didn't get yep. you, man. We got mm-hmm. it done, we got it done, and ah, they, they delivered again, guys. My god, uh, absolutely!
0: I, I even though you I haven't know seen it wins. yet, Jay, no, no. Oh I my know, god, I know, I know who wins, and I know give them three it. months, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, um, I, I Kev, know have how you seen I, it,
3: yes, no. Have, oh, okay, I know right. how it ends, I do know that because yeah. I was
0: watching the bump this morning, so yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, they just they they beat the hell out of each other, and, and not only that, it was just the story of you know Walter claiming that Dragunov just can't get to that level, and he just doesn't have it in him. And you could see the emotion from Dragunov of like he's doing everything he can, and he can't put Walter away. He finally does. It 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 was as good, if not better, than the first match. I mean, wow, there okay. that's it's probably. You know, the, the main difference is having a crowd. And, and yes, the NXT crowd isn't a huge crowd. It's probably maybe 200, 300 people. But there were so many moments of Walter chops that I'd rewind to watch the people in the crowd go, you know, like that. because <laughs> She didn't get that the first time around because it was yeah. empty. So <laughs> to see the crowd react. And I mean, they, the crowd was amazing. They were on their feet, just saluting the guys with like Fight Forever and all those chants. Um, but yeah, Dragonoff did it. He did it. Wow. He, he beat Walter, the the man that we all thought was unbeatable. He finally got it done. And um, when you watch the match, guys, I'm sure you'll see that. Yes, that was a satisfying way for Walter to finally lose a title.
0: Do we think this is Walter to the main roster now? It's a great question. I
4: don't
0: think so. I, Kevin, I has, he... Kevin actually asked me this. We were talking about it on Sunday. Kevin, you said. Well, if Walter goes to the main roster, who does he feud with? And I think I got one.
3: Okay. Who? Lay it on us. Who? Who?
1: Seamus. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Because oh, he would no longer <laughs> be so pale. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would be awesome. He will
2: feud with Jeff Hardy on his debut
3: episode Monday Moving on. Uh, so so then that followed, or uh, that following that, was the uh, the end of the the undisputed, the undisputed era. finale the undisputed finale thank you joe uh, Gar- uh we have uh, kyle o'reilly know. sorry <laughs> kyle <laughs> o'reilly adam cole and joe has some thoughts on this one uh
2: i think they had the total it was so bad that they had to follow walter it wasn't fair It wasn't fair because they had a good match that nobody was into. Like people were online just saying this is boring, but if it, but they followed Walter, I mean, nobody could do like do that. And they had a good Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly match. The first fall was really quick. It was like three and a half minutes. uh, The most devastating move in all of wrestling, the roll up. And, yeah, schoolboy yes. And then the then you had the um, what was it? The street fight, which was exactly what it was supposed to be. And then finally the cage match, which had a brilliant ending. It had a brilliant ending. And if you haven't seen it, uh, skip a few minutes. Adam Cole handcuffs Kyle O'Reilly to the rope and talks trash, but then O'Reilly grabs him and gets him in a submission where Adam Cole has to tap. Whenever you, see, whenever you see anyone in a cage match get handcuffed, they lose. They finally did it where the handcuffed guy won. So I got to say that it was a very good match, but I had to watch it again the next day because I was like, I was still on a Walter hangover. I really was. <laughs> right. it was and I was shocked at the result of the walter match too i didn't think that uh Dragunov would win do you think it I mean, would have been it, better
0: if cross and joe would have followed walter or anybody was just fucked
2: I, anyone was because the next match was pretty much a foregone conclusion anyway but i think you i understand the dilemma they were in you can't have them main event because they're not as known here yeah. however They were they were screwed no matter what they you can. You could have you could have had Lesnar come out afterwards and gave everyone an F5 and people still would have been like, I can't believe that last match.
0: And then what about the What about, I guess, Cross and Joe were the main.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Cross and Joe were the main, and it was fine. I think uh, kind of guilty again of the the Walter dragging off. Um, Joe looked fine. I, I again, I feel like because of what's happened with Cross on Raw, that the it crowd took a lot was out of the same so, way.
2: The crowd was killing him. The yeah. crowd, There was Hardy was Chance. Him.
3: Where is yeah. Scarlet? You know, I think just and it's not that took Everything away from it. Yeah, it isn't but, fair, but it's what it was. I saw
0: those fans on Twitter that were chanting Hardy. They're all fucking morons.
3: I agree, all fucking well, morons.
0: And we can, and we the can raw get
3: writers are morons. Well, in too, this like, case, come on now. And,
0: and we can we we can get into cross on rod next week. We've talked a lot. Yeah. Um, any other takeaways from Takeover before we get into the five count?
3: I'm good. I'm good. No, good show. Walter Dragonoff is a must see. Um, I mean, obviously the what the one thing we didn't talk about with. Uh, Cole and O'Reilly is because O'Reilly wins the speculation about oh, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen with Adam Cole and all yeah. the, the reports are, he still hasn't <laughs> signed a contract, but he's not official for AEW. And yeah, but I think, I think because of Cole losing, a lot of people go, all right, probably out the door, or at least, the, you know, done with NXT. That's a, seems to be an absolute certainty, whether he shows up on a, a Monday or Friday, um, <clears throat> remains to be seen or, or goes to AEW. Well, so you, current,
0: if, re, if recent tricks and tips and things that happen from uh, all elite land, Kenny Omega and the young bucks have been posting tweets about mm-hmm. dead Adam Cole from the uh, be in the elite series. If you don't know uh, Adam Cole, before he went to NXT was in ring of honor, uh, Japan, he was in bullet club. He was in the elite. And then you know, they they killed him on being the elite. And uh, apparently they were, they're starting to post pictures saying they're going ghost-busting. So um, <laughs> I want to see Adam Cole in AEW. I actually do. Uh, a lot of people think that if he goes to Raw, he'll get wasted. I do feel if he goes to Raw, he could become the next AJ Styles. But I think he needs to go to AEW for three or four years, then come back to Raw to become AJ Styles. Kevin, you got something?
1: That comment it's got me a little buzz thinking about it, just like I was when we took some shots that uh, that night oh. when they were watching NXT. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, well, we can get into that off air. We can't talk about that here. <laughs> I can't talk about that Oh, here. my.
1: Uh,
0: so <laughs> with all the returns this week and the big crowd reactions, we thought that would make a great five count. So this week's five count is our top five reactions crowd reactions from returns or debuts that wrestling podcast presents the five count this week's five count is all about our five favorite crowd reactions from returns or debuts we got three big returns this week in the world of professional wrestling I'll go first at number five, John Cena at the 2008 Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden. He got hurt. He came back in like four months. He was supposed to be gone for nine, and he ended up winning the Royal Rumble. Number four, Chris Jericho's debut on Monday Night Raw. He had just came from uh, WCW. And what's interesting, I had no idea that was coming because when when they did that Y2J countdown, I wasn't paying attention, and I just thought it was, oh, that's how much time it is until the year 2000. I thought it was a legit Y2K counter. Uh, number three, and I know this isn't the rules of this five count, but I've been, I have been—I was running out of time, and I couldn't think of a fifth one. So number three is any road warrior pop. Anytime, oh, what a rush. Yeah. Whatever that was, that's my number three because I couldn't come up with one. Number two, when Triple H returned from the quad injury uh, to announce that he was back from the Rumble, which he eventually did win. And number one, it's because I was there on Saturday. Brock Lesnar's return was my favorite thing ever. Wow, be there live was just, I mean, I was literally like half out of it most of the day, the night, and then uh, the dun, 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 and I was like, Oh, like it just jumped out of my screen. It's awesome.
3: Brian, go ahead with your five count. Hey, shout out to Ryan Satin for his live reaction while he was recording for Fox, too, where he was like, Oh, live. What do you mean live not live? You're you're not thinking? I thought it was. Nevertheless. Anyway, go ahead. I thought I was like, I figured that was just kind of how you were, but he was doing it in a professional capacity. So my top five. My number five. Um, I I love this one. And there was one or two other ones I in theory would put over it. But I just love this one so much at the time. X Pac debuting or coming back to Raw. The day after Mania 14 on Monday Night Raw March 30th, 1998. Shawn Michaels is done. Triple H says he's building a DX army. And what do you do when you build an army? You look <laughs> for your friends. You look to your blood. And you look to the click. And he points. And here comes X-Pac, who, of course, was 6-Pac at WCW and nwo and he comes out and he throws this great promo of just throwing Bischoff under the bus and throwing Hogan under the bus and saying that Hall and Nash would be with him if they weren't under contract. I loved it. I, at the time, that was just like the coolest thing ever. That's my number five. My number four is The Rock coming back to Monday Night Raw being the guest host of WrestleMania 27. The Rock had been gone for seven years and the guest host rumor mill was like it's justin bieber it's kim kardashian (laughs) whatever it was the rock and i remember i was not watching raw because it was valentine's day it was february 14th 2011 and i figure that you guys were sending the text or i checked online later and went oh my god the rock is back and i missed it live but of course he got into the whole scene of stuff with fruity pebbles and everything. And, and really kicked it off right there. Uh, my number and three, Brian,
2: sorry to interrupt, but I think that's funny because of course, Brian was out for Valentine's day because you weren't married yet. You yes. still had a yes. girlfriend while we were yes. all married. I was so at her didn't house. I care about Valentine's
3: day. I was at her apartment. Exactly. Yeah. It was one of those. Ooh, that's a, what's the line to <laughs> get on here to make sure that uh, things go. Okay. It all worked out in the end, as we know. Well, um, hopefully you got to lay the smack down on making f- her missing you uh exactly. Yeah,
0: so yeah I'm, you I'm got to lay the smack so. down the poontang pie and everything. Yeah, cool.
3: I hope I had sex. Uh number three. <laughs> <laughs> my number th- <laughs> my number three is your number four, I think it was Jay. Jericho on Raw. Yeah. Um the, the rumor was it was him so i remember being excited but i was up at penn state this is the summer of 99 and he came out at the great promo we all know the rest is history that's my number three my number two is brock lesnar jay but it's his raw return the night after wrestlemania in 2012 he had just completed his ufc run and the rumors were going wild but things ended at such bad terms with him for WrestleMania 20 how he left to go uh try out for the Minnesota Vikings and then you know just, this is the birth of Brock
0: Lesnar guy right
3: birth of Brock yes. Lesnar guy yeah doing that and and uh um <laughs> lesnar comes out as a uh, cena tried to bring out the rock to like acknowledge that he was the better man brock comes out the crowd goes nuts the <laughs> f5 cena and not only that He kicks Cena's hat out of the ring. That was a pop. (laughs) Remember that? Cena's hat flies off after he F5s him, and he kicks the hat. And, like, the crowd was like, yeah. And then he kicks the hat, and he goes, yeah! Like, it was so great. That's my number two. My number one is Edge's surprise return at the Royal Rumble of 2020. I'm not lying. I legitimately partially tore my MCL jumping up and down and celebrating Edge's return. I had a limp the next day. So if that can't be number one, that I don't know what could be number one. I literally got injured celebrating Edge's return. Uh, there was a little bit of rumors about it happening, but I didn't believe it. And uh, right. I mean, my God, was it a, a, an amazing moment. He's got the tears in his eyes. And uh, you know, thankfully, well, I'm hitting my computer. <laughs>
0: but, so excited. Yeah, I so computer so excited. Office.
3: Sit down. Don't tear your MCL. Um, but that's my number
0: one. <clears throat> and uh, what about you, Joe? What is your uh, five count for tonight?
2: My five count. Uh, I'm going to start with where Brian just left us off. I have number five: Edge Royal Rumble. I think it would have been higher if the rumors weren't just so. The spoilers kind of ruined that one for me because oh, I okay. was expect. I was expecting it, and it was a cool oh, moment. The not, crowd, mm-hmm. the crowd popped. And that's oh, what yeah. this is all about, the crowd popping. But the ones that I'm bringing up next, I feel like the crowd popped more. Number four, 2017, WrestleMania 33. New Day comes out to introduce the fourth team, and that's the Hardy Boys return. And they were just in Ring of Honor the night before, and yeah, it was so like right the at the one. peak yep. of Broken Matt Hardy. So when you have the whole WrestleMania crowd chanting, delete, and just going nuts... and Xavier Woods, who will come up again later in this uh, five count, jumping up and down and like, you know, totally fanboying it. That one was awesome. Number three, from the 40 man Royal Rumble. It's not that they popped for the person. They popped for the character. Diesel's return. When you heard that
4: Mm -hmm. "Mm,"
2: and he put the glove on and everything, it's like, it's Diesel. It's not Kevin Nash. It's Diesel. Big Diesel's Daddy cool. back, and everyone just stopped. And I think it was Kofi who just gave a look like "What?" and Seamus did too. So my number three was Diesel because I definitely popped for that one because I just I was like, "Is he coming back as Diesel?" Which he did not. It was a one night only. But for that little minute, it was we were going to get Big Daddy cool again. Number two it kind of reminded me of CM Punk this past Friday because it was the right time and the definitely the right place. WCW 1998, Charlotte, North Carolina, Rick Flair's return to the four horsemen. That oh, yeah, crowd that When they were all one. in their tuck, when they were all in their tuxedos, yep, yep. that crowd when, Aaron Anderson was just going over, and you know Malenko gets put into the Four Horsemen, and Mongo's there, and uh, Jade, everyone, and then Anderson goes, "Oh wait a minute, I almost forgot the Nature Boy, Ric Flair," and you heard the music, and the Charlotte crowd just went nuts for him, and he's crying. That was like the original CM Punk moment because his hometown bitter grapes leaving. Got out there and had a feel good moment, but it's my number two. Number one is just because it was a shocker and it started off raw the night after SummerSlam 2015, the Dudley boys returned to Monday That's a night. good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. And again, Xavier Woods made that moment. Like the fireworks coming down and the crowd went insane because no one saw it coming. And Xavier Woods just started yelling, no, no. And they put him through a table. That was so loud. I don't remember hearing a crowd louder than that. So number one, Dudley Boys 2015. You
4: know what I
3: don't like about that moment real quick, Jay, What I don't like about that moment is when you rewatch it on commentary was Titus O'Neill and Darren Young, along with whoever the Raw announcers are, they talk over so much of, like, JBL and Michael Cole trying to say, like, nine-time champions. You just hear Titus go, like, oh, we'll take them on. Come on, because they were the primetime players. I think they were the
2: champions at the time. Lost the night before. No, they lost the night before. Okay, fair enough. They were bitter.
3: Yeah, because if they were on play uh, by yeah. they you rewatch because I just rewatched it this week. Must have been like the anniversary because of like you said, night after SummerSlam, and I just was like, Titus, shut up.
1: <laughs> so, I, great moment, nevertheless, though.
3: All right,
0: Kevin, bring it home.
1: Yes, sir. So I I, I did cross. <laughs> funny thing is, I crossed out several right. So <laughs> I did have a I did have a top eight. You don't
0: have to cross out. You can- I,
1: I crossed out because I I. You'll see why. You'll see why. All right. It shows all right. that smart minds think alike. But I am still a loser. Number don't, five. Don't
3: be. Don't be pulling that number like five through one is all collectively. Oh, no, no, Eddie no. Guerrero at no way. Or hey,
4: hey, like you this try to that do with
3: the
1: NXT know. call up one the other. No, day. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Nexus 3.0. Yeah, We're going to the main roster guy.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yes. They're all under five. They're all under six uh, feet and over thirty. Five
2: for fighting. We called them
1: oh, yes, for five fighting. for fighting. <laughs> You know, Thanks for listening. Uh, so I, I did have to look at the uh, the criteria to pick because for some reason I kept on putting Goldberg versus Hogan, <laughs> Goldberg beating <laughs> Hogan. No, and I was like, no. I better, I better look at the thing again. And, and then I, and then I realized it was return debuts. So number five, I was there. I'm going to say it correctly this time, Joe, uh, Kurt Angle debuting with uh, TNA at the bound for glory event. Guarantee yeah. none of you guys have seen it. Uh, say, no,
0: no no, it, no, 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 no. I bought the pay per view. Okay. Yeah,
1: nice. Comp, Compuyware Arena. Uh, I'm a big shooter goal. Man. I'm a huge <laughs> one of the Plymouth Whalers. Uh, huge, huge. It was Sting versus uh, Jeff Jarrett. He was the special ring announcer when, when his music hit and he came out. It just place went wild. It was, it was awesome. And, and I uh, snuck down really, really close because I was, I was a big Kurt Angle guy. It was, it just will always, like be in memory as an experience going to a, a TNA show. Number four, Jay, me and you think very similar. You were the biggest Cena guy uh, back in the day. I remember seeing Royal Rumble 2008 at B-dubs. Number 30 comes out and I'm like, it's gotta be someone good and every single year. And I'm like, I'm rooting for someone big rooting for someone big. Believe me, it was big that Cena came back, right? His music came in. It was really cool. Cause you know, it was the small entrance into the arena. He comes out, crosses his, his hands gives like that look. And I think him and him and triple H go at it for several minutes, you know, and, and Cena uh, beats, beats triple H. And I just remember, I was just like, so pissed when he came out, right? That was my pop reaction, but the place went absolutely nuts when, you know, when uh, when he came out. Number three, Jay, you mentioned Brock Lesnar from this past weekend. I watched the uh, CM Punk on AEW coming out at least five times. Wow. And, and I have not watched NXT TakeOver yet. Only a two-hour show, right? I basically <laughs> spent over an hour watching CM Punk just because... I'm watching it, just seeing his emotions, you know, the goosebumps. I remember i telling you at the nerd bar, I'm like, dude, I've got goosebumps here. Like it was just, it was so cool. And it's just one of those, one of those times where it's just like AEW's is pulling some traction on those tires. Like they are, they are boosting on all cylinders. I, think It's very exciting. And it was just, it was great. It was perfect. We went on a lot of detail earlier. It was just, it was amazing. Number two, One of Brian's top ones. I think it might have even been your top one, Edge 2021. I'm not going to say it 100% happened Or, or 2020. Sorry, 2020. There's no video proof, but I guarantee I was so close, like that AEW crying fan who just showed emotion, not dogging him whatsoever when he's crying a little bit in the crowd for showing that emotion. I literally got teary-eyed when 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 edge came out i mean i was jumping up and down i i'm i'm not done i do not have that big of a vertical base i mean i feel like i was jumping to the moon just seeing you know my do, god do moon. like it was just <laughs> it was it was amazing and and you know and, and just seeing him compete now regularly uh well every now and then, <laughs> every couple of months, it's still, it's a, it's a treat. So that one, that one is number two. And the only reason number one's where it's at is because me and three of my friends, we were all at my friend, Frank Leschewski's house, summer of 99, saw the countdown, Y2J comes out. And it was just that, that summer before I went to Michigan state, uh, starting my freshman year of college. So that summer, literally all we did was drink beer every single night and i remember like we were just pool partying with uh uh, all of our friends and and some random ladies well they're girlfriends i didn't have a girlfriend i was a nerd was fucking alan there he was not he was not damn you alan Alan. and your two wrestling buddies uh
4: yeah just just
1: just (laughs) don't like you alan just seen that (laughs) countdown and him coming in with you know with the unbuttoned sequined uh uh shirt it was just always will be embedded like i didn't even have to think too hard on the list i'm just like thinking in my mind i'm like when did i love something or when did i absolutely hate something but other people loved it for for my five fucking years.
0: alan you loved I, him I, one time as a friend and now you hate him as a friend so fucking alan. fucking alan great list for everybody tonight that is this week's five count who made your five count let us know on social media using the hashtag #twp5count. Ah, uh, back from Vegas. It's time to wrap up the show. I want to thank the boys for uh, another week of recording.
1: Actually, I've stopped. So what you now? don't you don't know? I said I had to go to the bathroom during the super super show, right? And uh, I caught you doing some embarrassing things. So I video <laughs> what? I I videotaped it. And I kept it a secret from Joe and Brian. <laughs> all up to here. And Brian, you'll be very impressed. Was this the dance?
0: Friends. Was this the the dance cam?
1: No, when you were like holding up articles of clothing, female articles of clothing for Michelle. You'll see it in one second. Let me. Can I share my screen? Go
0: right. ahead. We're again. We're, we're live. We're
1: live. Hey, we're, we're, we're live, pal. Here it comes. <laughs> uh oh. Can Let's you guys see. see it?
4: Yeah. Okay. Let me make. Oh, sure look at this. Okay. is up. Okay.
2: Brian, you are a confirmed repug individual.
4: Oh. Not even a bitch. You're a repug
2: individual for skipping this
3: event. Bad guy, bad friend, chad supporter of the podcast.
2: Dare I say, and this is worse than all of it. Not a great
0: guy. Oh no! (laughs) you are not a great guy motherfucker how you dare you with mark cardona how? i had to get you back
1: with something like dare let's play you. that again let's <laughs> play that beautiful beam footage how dare you wow look at
3: this logo, ryan you ahead. are
2: a confirmed repug individual
3: oh, my not goodness. even individual you're a pug individual for skipping this event bad guy bad friend bad supporter of the podcast dare i say and this is worse than all of it not a great one (laughs) (laughs) wow all right now this is okay this this hits me differently because that's a guy that i support and really enjoy you have a a personal feud with matt cardona so there's it's a little different here's a guy that i i would love the admiration from <laughs> knocking me down a peg. I'm 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 feeling a certain kind of way about this. I'm not happy. Is it hit different?
2: Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> that, it's different. That, that one hurts.
3: <laughs> that one hurts, man. I, oh, I, I'm earth. not a great guy. Oh, Brian, Brian, are your are your Brian, feelings going and going? <laughs> they are going and they are gone. They're going and going. Yes. Heartbreak oh, of the sense, right there. Heartbreak oh. of the sense. God damn it. God damn sorry, it. Brian, cheers but... cheers to that well done <laughs> there's no way you guys
2: are gonna get charlotte to talk trash to me so I'm <laughs>
1: <it>. you forget <laughs> who i know uh anyway so we, lead up to this though we were sitting outside waiting for our uber literally pulling his uh, uh carry-on suitcase walking out with rosenberg there's a guy with him uh and then his friend left jay's like Great guy, a little yeah, candy yeah. Great dangling guy, great guy. in front of him And Jay's like
0: I, My wife's like don't do it leave him alone I'm like yeah. I'm not, I gotta do it And then Kevin's like I'm gonna do it I'm like no I, I'll do it <laughs> So I went up to him and I said hey man yeah. um, I have a podcast You know just like everybody else does And uh, one of my guys Decided not to come to Vegas He's a fan of yours Um yeah. Would you And I was like he had Zach Ryder Call me a fucking mark Would you mind hitting a doing a quick little thing, calm or pug, whatever, for not coming out? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, and wow, ten ten to twelve seconds of gold right there. Now, was this before or after the heat and greet? After everyone was gone, we were waiting for our Uber, and he just came out to get his his card. So I was like, okay, okay. If it because normally what I and I even I think I even said this to Kevin. I was like, I probably should have waited and been the last person to get pictures. And then said, hey. To do but, it then, yeah. But I got in early to get out because I wasn't feeling well in Michelle, show, you know, the whole deal. So, uh, yeah. Oh,
3: son of a bitch. All right, it's one to one. Good job, brother. <laughs> cheers. That sucks, but cheers. Well done. <laughs> I am
0: a great guy. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to Cheap Heat after you get done listening to this. But lucky for you, this podcast is over. Thanks to Darren, Darren, Dangerous Darren for the voiceovers. We are wasting the music of voice for being here and you for listening. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.
4: One, two, three, that's it.